So part of the advantage of not doing editing is that you can record this and push it out there within minutes. That's right. Just when you're ready to go. Saturday morning. Send it out. December 5th at 8.42 a.m. Central Time. Good morning. The United States. From San Antonio, Texas. Yes. It is a lovely, beautiful, overcast morning here in San Antonio. We don't get a lot of those. With a touch of rain in the forecast today. I think we're going to hover in the 50s. Um, This is my daughter's favorite type of weather. It is. And um, I like it too. We get so much sun here that it's nice to have a cloudy day here and there. And we always need the rain. So anyway, good morning to everybody. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the See Where It Goes podcast with uh, me, Bridget, and Brian. Yes. You're showing your age when you say tuning in. Really? Tuning in? Yeah, because that's what we would have done with the radio, right? radio, you have to tune in. Thank you for downloading. I still say that to the kids. I'll ask the kids what channel it was on, and they'll say Netflix. It's not really a channel. It's an app Mm -hmm. now, you know? But anyway, I digress. Today we're talking, we're going to talk about Christmas. Yeah, we're going to talk about Christmas past and Christmas present. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I think Christmas is, Christmas is a wonderful time. It can be a very sad time and lonely time for people as well. I think it can be very difficult for a lot of children in the world, and it can also be a very joyful and magical time for them. And um, so, yeah, we're just going to talk about Christmas from each of our perspectives and our and our memories that we have from our childhood growing up and the ones that we are trying to create for our kids and yeah, we just we both took some notes, and uh, I'm actually gonna go change my shirt because I'm why? actually I have on a sweater and I am too hot. Why don't I just turn the heat down? So Brian, why don't you start? Okay. And I'm just gonna. Uh, I will start, and then I will go to the Nest channel, the Nest app, and turn down the heat. Um, well, I think uh, the first on my list was uh, my worst Christmas. And um, that's a tough one. I think my worst Christmas, I know what it was. It was, um, and I'm still talking to Bridget. I can see her in the mirror in the walk-in closet far away. But um, oh, wait, hold on. What is it? It's uh, 19, the Christmas of 1990 was my worst Christmas. Okay. Because uh, it was my first Christmas in the U.S. Oh, wow. And... Um, that's no offense to the U.S. It's just it's you know it was the first you have twenty Christmases in Ireland, which we'll get to some of those, of course, where the you know it, it sh- everything shuts down for a week. <clears throat> All companies, as far as I mm-hmm. remember, maybe some retail were open, but you know Chris, the day before Christmas Eve. That so that last Christmas was nineteen eighty nine. I had a com- company Christmas party in the south side of Dublin, and went home with a bottle of wine and watched Scrooge. And my mom and dad were in the kitchen. And then you know you're off for ten days and you come back and it's hard to start again. So everyone shuts down for Christmas. They visit each other. You go to the pubs. So then when I came to the U.S. in April of nineteen ninety, my first Christmas was uh, Christmas Day. Now most of my siblings were actually in. I don't know what happened, but I think most of my I had a lot of siblings in the states at the time. But we had done. Um, 
Oh, we had a nice Christmas Eve gathering. Mm-hmm. So that was actually, I forgot about that. That was actually quite nice. We got together, but we had decided that each family would do their own thing on Christmas Day. But the Christmas Eve was really nice. But then Christmas Day, a fr- guy I had met from Dublin, um, real nice fella, invited me to his house. Mm-hmm. So Christmas Day, I went there. And what was that like? Ah, uh, you know, I mean, I did appreciate the invite, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice. Like, it was him and his wife and the kid and his sister-in-law and um, his uh, his wife's parents were there. So mm-hmm. it was, you know, it was just, it was, it was, it was with strangers. But yeah. that actually wasn't the hard part. The hard part was the next day I had to go back to work. Yeah. That was really hard. St. Stephen's Day, which is Boxing Day. Uh, it's, so, it's, a, it's a bank holiday, but... I only had one okay. day. I don't know why I did that. So in Ireland, you would have been off. Oh, yeah. From the 25th, you would have been off an additional 10 days. Yeah, I mean, so for sure you're off Christmas Day and you're off the day after. Because that's mm-hmm. St. Stephen's Day or Boxing Day, as they say in England, is um, is a, it's a bank holiday. And what so, does that mean exactly? Oh, it means like here would be like um, Labor Day or Memorial Day. Okay. And Federal, what is St. Stephen's I Day? Um, I, I, I assume it's the... St. Stephen the Martyr. Okay. But in um, England, they call it Boxing Day. And why is it called Boxing Day? Do you know? I always thought because they got a boxing matches, but that's not true. I think it's when the ser- <laughs> servants got their gifts from the lords, oh. and they, they they that's when they sell it. Ladies. You know, like Downton Abbey, where they yeah. had Christmas for the for the people downstairs. I mm-hmm. think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. When the servants got their gift. Maybe, I have to look into that. So oh, well. Well, how thoughtful of them it to was very take an additional day <laughs> wow. to honor I know their servants. The servants downstairs. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was always fun, and it was oh they had a great. We anyway, I'm drifting off my notes here, but I'll get to the best later. So that was hard. Um, so you do kind of get a lot of people were off that, those mm-hmm. those those days between New, uh, Christmas Eve and New Year's Day. So going back the next day was very shocking to the system. So what you weren't like off for a week. Now I don't yeah. know if I didn't have that vacation days or not, but um, it's funny because um, the next day I'm in the elevator with a guy and his name was uh, I think it was Ramesh or Muhammad or something. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, hey, "How was your Christmas?" Oh boy! And he goes, "I don't celebrate Christmas." And he looked at me <laughs> like I was nuts. And I said, "Oh really?" And I walked off the elevator and I realized the guy was Muslim. Yeah. And uh, I don't even think I knew what a Muslim was. <laughs> So in I, Ireland, did were, <laughs> did you live? Did you have any Muslim neighbors? No, I don't or even think coworkers. I don't think I anything? knew what a Muslim was until then, which is it's amazing. I made it through twenty years and and missed that somehow. Well, I did too. I did, I never. I don't even think I'd ever heard of a Muslim growing up in Silsby, Texas. Yeah. And then even when I went to A and M, I don't think that. Yeah. I'm sure there were a lot of Muslim students. Yeah. But it wasn't on my radar. Like, it was something never talked about. Yeah. And it wasn't until I think I... Even though I lived in Chicago for many years, it wasn't until I... Yeah. When did that come on my radar? I'm not sure. But, but yeah, it was... I would yeah. have been in the same boat. I w- it wouldn't have... I wouldn't have realized that either. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how I made it that far. Because I asked someone later, I said, Hey, Muhammad looked kind of... Look, uh, like he was I just, and I, they said, well, he's Muslim, you know, they don't celebrate Christmas. Right. But it's kind of odd that I made it through life. There was only one guy in 1987 <clears throat> for two years I became mm-hmm. close friends with called Ali from Iran. Uh huh. But um, to me, he was Iranian. I wouldn't have thought, he 
maybe he was Muslim. I assume he was Muslim. So I mean, Arabic person, I would have understood, and and by by country, but I wouldn't as the religion. I just wasn't conscious of it. Right. But anyway, that was my that was my hardest Christmas. It wasn't my worst. There's another one that's a fair. Yeah. Can I do one more? Absolutely. 1996 was rough because I left the south side of Chicago, moved to the north side, had just broken up with a girlfriend and was kind of on my own up north. I mean, I went, I went down the seat with, to spend Christmas with my siblings, but I, I felt like I'd kind of separated was myself Was she the a one bit. with the mustache? Well, yeah, but now she I kind of feel horrible if she's listening because now she's going to know who she is. I doubt she will. Uh, she's no, never she going to listen to this. She won't because there's no, she couldn't, she won't see it. She shaved it, so she didn't have a mustache. Okay. But she would have if she left a few days. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. I thought our listeners would appreciate it. It was that, Mario. That yeah, bit of humor. Mario from Mario Brothers. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so that was kind of tough. And I'd also, I'd gone through my religious conversion, my, my born-again phase of the summer of that year. So so, so it was bittersweet. Like, the, all the Christmas carols made sense because I was thinking of them theologically and it was like mm-hmm. oh wow so it was beautiful in that sense but also kind of lonely yeah you know what I mean because that same beauty of that new faith had also formed a separation in what way I felt like it caused, it caused a separation of the, the us and them yeah mindset was sitting in you know mm-hmm. which I think we, we've either talked about we certainly will talk about so so I think that was going on there there was this, this yeah so it was it was anyway more on that later. Yeah. Uh, and you, what, what would you like to go through? Would you like to talk about your worst Christmas or pick a different thing on your list? Well, well, okay. So since we started out with with a worst Christmas memory or worst Christmas, actually, I had nearly all of my Christmases as a kid were my worst Christmases. I had one really good Christmas that I'll tell you about as a child, but then the rest of them, up until leaving home, were pretty crap. So you're saying um, like you had. A- <clears throat> You had like many worst. Yes, every single so one. So what you're gonna pick is the worstest. Well, they were all pretty much the same because yeah. what would happen is that Christmas would be approaching in the calendar, and my dad would take note of that. And basically, since he was very stingy, I mean, he always had. We always had food. We had shelter, clothing. We had exactly what we needed. <clears throat> Sorry, and nothing more, which is fine. But, you know, Christmas, for a a kid, you know, it's supposed to be this special magical time and everything, and it was never that in our house. And he would start complaining about, you know, money and how much money to spend. Then he would start complaining about commercialism and how they had taken Christmas and they made it all commercial thing and... um. But the thing is, like, he didn't, he wasn't just, like, downing on the commercial thing, but he also, as a parent, did not try and make it magical for us in the religious sense either, that, you know, we're going to focus on this time and make it special to remember the birth of Christ. Like, he wasn't doing that either. So I think in his mind it was just like, oh, I'm going to be expected to fork out money for presents and things like that. And he would just go on and on and on and bitch and moan all the way up to like the the 21st, 22nd, 23rd of December, like all the way up. And my mother would be wanting to make it special. And so 
We always had a tree. Like she would, I think she had an artificial tree. I don't know if we ever had a real tree or not. I don't remember. Like I, I don't remember ever going to cut down a tree. I don't ever remember going to buy a tree, buy ornaments or anything like that. But she would always procure a tree every year, put it up. And I don't think we helped decorate it either. I think that my mom. Where'd you get your tree? You cut it I down on the land? Because you had Christmas trees in the land. Yeah, I don't think she did. I don't. I really don't. I'll have to ask her that. I'm going to ask her about that. Um, but she would have the tree up, and then um, my dad, like if we had a big extravagant Christmas, that would be him saying that we could have $100 a piece, which I think is pretty generous. Really? Yeah. For child? Some Christmas and some, yeah. That's and a lot some of money. Christmases would be twenty dollars. Okay, but still, that's twenty by a hundred dollars on the high end per child yeah. in the seventies. Well, I think that happened a couple of times. Yeah, it was. Or tough. maybe he gave my mom a hundred dollars for all of us. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. But it wouldn't be. I bet it was that because there was four <coughs> four of you, right? Yeah, there were four of four. us. So that would be what would that be? Twenty five a piece or twenty five a piece. So I don't remember. I have to ask my mom about that too, but. Usually that meant, okay, so there were some Christmases where we would wake up and we would have gifts under the tree and it would be like three or four presents and one would be like a Bible, which I'm sorry to say, but it was super lame. Yeah. Like one year I got a Bible. Right. Come on. It is kind of lame. It's kind of lame for Christmas, yeah. But I'm sure my mom's doing the best she could. It's probably very affordable. Yeah. And a Bible, you know, it's considered to be a very important gift. And I had that Bible for many years, actually. Um, <clears throat> and then there would be like some very practical things that you would get. But there was never, I never really got anything special. I, the one Christmas I did get something special, that's, I'm going to talk about that later. But um, yeah, and so one Christmas I do remember that I got these very shiny red shoes because also, my mom didn't always go and buy the presents and put them under the tree. Sometimes she would just take us shopping with our money because we would have gotten like a $20 bill or whatever. And then we'd go to Walmart and then you would take hours, you know, because you have to like buy the most important things with this $20 or however much money you got. So and, how young, what's the youngest, I just had a question and we'll get to this, but where I'm going is is Santa, which we'll come to later about. I assume Santa's not part of the Santa scenario. is not a part of the picture. Because you're getting your own presents at Walmart. You're getting your okay. own presents at Walmart. There is no Santa. Okay. There is no magic. There Go is no cookies. Then, none of this stuff. So, but I do remember getting these really nice, shiny pair of red shoes, which I absolutely adored. Yeah. One Christmas. And then another Christmas, I think I got a pair of zip-up boots at Walmart. And, um, Yeah. But anyway, Christmas was very stressful. It was always stressful. And uh, my dad, I don't think my dad was around in the morning when we opened presents. He wasn't a part of the situation. Oh my gosh. And this was the best part. My mom, we did have stockings every year. That was my favorite. Because she would put a big giant candy cane in there. One of the thick ones. So there was always one of those in there. And then there was a uh, an orange and an apple, which we were. I wasn't always crazy about the orange and apple, but 
it's very old fashioned, right? So she would have an orange and an apple and then nuts, assorted nuts. So there would be like Brazil nuts, pecans, walnuts um, that would be in the stocking. And then she might have a couple little things in there. But I always love the stockings. I love the candy cane. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then, I don't know if I should share this, but the Brazil nut, they called it something that was a racial slur. Who's they? My parents. Oh, okay. And well, yeah. they told me what it was called. And, right. you know... No, I want to Google what it looks like. No. Okay, I won't. Well, I'm sure. Don't even do it. But I, I just can't even believe that that was a part of my, yeah, my childhood. But anyway, we'll just leave it so at I'm that. <laughs> that uh, you know, ignorant white people, and uh, you know, I, I would say that my dad was probably you know a bit racist. Well, he was. He was kind of racist. So anyway, I'll just leave it at that. He's dead now. So Brian, moving yeah. right along <clears throat> from that. Yes. What's what's the next question? Okay, so we talked about our worst childhood Christmas memories, and um, you want to move right into best childhood Christmas memories? I do. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just making notes here on okay. our time. Um, so best. Shall I go first? Yes. I think, um, I think, well, I, I do, unlike yourself, I would say that the first, I'd say the entire, all my ones at home were probably best. This <laughs> explains so much about you, Brian. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? And Brian was the baby of the family. What's wrong? Why are you laughing? I, I, I don't know, because you... All you, yours were worse and all mine were best. I know, and I love that. I think it's amazing. You That's you, what every child should have. What were you giggling for? You gave me that like little... No, I'm giggling because... Um, explains why I'm so joyful. What are you trying to say? Well, no, I'm just trying to say like you... You're... Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm jealous that yeah. you were... Coddled? Is that you coddled, say? yeah. yeah. But that's okay. That's not actually coddling. I say it's coddling. Yeah. Because I was the opposite of being coddled. Like no, I, there's, there's. I, you have a softer edge about you. I have a harder edge. Yeah, yeah. And I think I had to survive. Like right, I had wilderness. to be a survivor, and yeah. you were being nurtured. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, not my problem. I know it's not your problem. That's the yeah. way ch- children no, should but, be nurtured. Yeah, yeah. No, if we're talking coddled. about chores, no, for sure you have a you have. When it talks about household chores, I definitely got away with murder. Not doing any. Many. But did your sisters have to do chores? Yes. See, there you go. That's no, that that is there's there's legitimacy there that that right. was well. That's you know the. the but uh, as for Christmas, yeah, I think you're barking up the wrong tree. Because I think it was we all. I think we all had a great. So let me talk about our Christmas. Yes, um, please. Please Tell do. Me. Well, is Christmas tree a separate section? We we've sectioned that off as a separate thing. So Christmas tree. I won't talk about that. Well, no, do I, your tree. Do. Well, I wrote it down as a separate item. Okay. I guess we don't have to follow the script. Well, let me just go there. We'd get the Christmas tree maybe a week or two before. Sorry we'd, for that, ladies and we'd, gentlemen. We'd buy it down the. Um, did you just burp? I did. Sorry. Right. We would um, buy it down the street. And mm-hmm. I just have. So what's it like? What type of store did you get the tree uh, at, well, or was it, was it like so an the, outdoor lot? Yeah, I think so. So we were in a village, three miles south. Was it three miles? Two miles south of the city center of mm-hmm. Dublin. Now, so 
paint the scene for us? Were there Christmas lights? Not really. Up no. in the city, no, it was a, uh, did people yeah, decorate no, their homes? No, not really. Okay, but it still had a, you know it's 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 kind of the quintessential village. Mm-hmm. It has it has two pubs and a one grocery store and it's old. You know, it's a, it's it's a seaside village. It's lovely. I mean, of course, it's that is. Brian well, is very close to the sea. You can you know walk what, to the sea, <laughs> the sea in what ten minutes. Anyone who's from that part of the world, when is I say seaside. Is it an inlet? It's an inlet. It's probably one of the most ugly inlets you could imagine, but we love it because it's home. There's mm-hmm. two chimneys there that look like giant barber poles, and now there's an incinerator. Well, you've seen it, right? I've seen it, yeah. It's not like, it's not, it kind of, we love it because we got used to it. It's like, you know, but it's, it, the cease, it's not like, it's a strand, it's an inlet. So, but it's nice. It because, is nice. Like, it's fresh can, air. It's lovely. So, yeah, it I faces mean, you're the literally Irish sea. the water's coming in. The is, yeah. tides come in and out. And I mean, then it's the, the smells great. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just some. It's just the view. I think we've just got used to that view of of the industrial the electricity supply boards out is based there and stuff. So. Yeah. So they weren't th- looking for aesthetics when they built it. Um, okay, so is it anyway, cold? Sorry. What's the temperature like? Uh, well, it's mild. So it's um, what would that be? Be like this the 50s fahrenheit okay. would be it can get it gets below freezing a bit so are you walking or driving well you walk everywhere yeah okay so you're walking to get the tree on so a walk to get the tree because it's just around the corner we just live misty cold day misty cold day so it's just you know it's a three minute walk to the mm-hmm. village from where we were which was great for when you go to the pub or you go you know you just walk to the pub and back you know yeah so we'd walk to get the tree we would do that a lot so my dad and i got got it grabbed it and he was talking to the guy and they made a bargain and a deal and does he bar did you did he barter for the tree? I think he did, yeah. Like, no, he bartered for it, yeah. He did, yeah. They're going back and forth and the guy's saying, Come on now, he goes, This will last you till March and Dad laughs and goes, Come on, don't be blown it out of proportion and they were giggling with each other, but I think he must have bargained. And he uh, yeah, he did because we're walking back and everyone we pass he goes, I got a great deal in this tree. Oh yeah. Because he was he was at the front of the tree and I was at the back and we're walking and he keeps telling everyone on the way back, Oh yeah. great great deal in this tree. It was yeah. very funny. So he stuck it. I think he put it in a bucket of coal. Oh, wow. To keep it to stand up. We so you had a bucket with coal in it and you just propped it in there? Yeah. Oh, that's neat. Which is odd because we never used coal. We used something else to heat the house. So I don't know where he got the coal. But uh, that's in my mind how he did it. So, uh, yeah, we did that. And um, and what, did you have decorations? What kind of decorations did you have? Well, sometimes I'd make my own. You know those, you get those different colored papers and you make loops. Mm-hmm. You do a chain. We did that. We'd have, we'd have a tinsel. We had the original lights that my mom would have had in Chicago. Those, the ones we have outside now, those thick Who ones. Who has those now? I have no idea. <coughs> they were, there's tons of electrical wire around them because they kept blowing. It's yeah. not like you throw them out and get new ones. You're fixing them all the time. So there was a lot of electrical yeah. wire. So I don't know if they still work. So we'd do that. Real tree. We think we must have had a fake. I think, no, we did have a fake tree for a long time. And then we moved into real trees. So, um, so what would we do? Were there special ornaments? Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm having a hard time remembering them. Okay. They would have been up in the attic. Now I'd, paint this scene decorating the tree. Do you have music on? You have. No, I don't think so. It was in the front room of the house, which was the room okay. that had not as much movement, but it went there in the corner. And there was these sliding doors between the front room and the dining room the dining room wasn't was we called it that but it was really where we watched tv so yeah well you I know remember that you, room, you know yeah. the room in the sliding doors uh no so um i can't remember much of the tree decorating okay and then christmas 
Eve, I don't remember much. We would have, when we got older, we would have, might have gone to Midnight Mass. I went to one Midnight Mass, maybe. Okay. Other than that, uh, Christmas. So we, you know, Christmas doesn't start like in October or November like we do it now, mm-hmm. nowadays. It, it would have, this, it would have started a week or two before. You mean in the stores? Yeah, everywhere. So like, yeah. remember Rory across the street would get his Christmas tree. I think they got it the day before, which seemed very soon. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, they get it. Or, oh, wow. I think, or two days before. <clears throat> I think we were a week or two before. So uh, so Christmas morning, we'd wake up, and there was just mayhem, you know, and um, there was all this... Um, Eight children, people. Yeah. That's why he's saying mayhem. It was... Uh, Johnny would always come up. Johnny's My the oldest. oldest boy would come upstairs and say, Santa came, Santa came. Like at mm-hmm. seven in the morning, we'd run downstairs yeah. and... And my parents are still in bed. I think they'd come. I think we had to wait for them, and then we'd start opening gifts. And my favorite gift was, and I'm gonna I'm gonna test you to see if you can link another story to this. Mm-hmm. The Fisher Price Garage. Yes, I can. <laughs> I don't even know if that was mine though. Maybe someone else got it, but in my mind, it was mine. So you must have been pretty little then, like six. Yeah. To get a Fisher Price Garage. It's the one that goes in the elevator, goes up, and it has a yeah. ramp down. So now, what's the story I'm gonna tell? Okay, you? so this is a fun story. So Brian and I were dating. And he invited me to go to a, his friend's house for a party. And so we walk into the home. Was this around Christmas time? Or I think it, it probably wasn't. I don't think so. It was his and birthday it, party, the kid's birthday party. Yes, the kid's birthday party. So we walk in, and there's a Fisher-Price garage sitting on the floor. And Brian makes a beeline for it and he's like makes a big deal out of he's like oh my gosh i remember this i think i was lying on the floor playing with it yes and he got down (laughs) and he got down on the floor and he started playing with the with the garage yeah which was awesome was it did you think that at the time or were you like (laughs) i think so i think so i hadn't seen it in uh i think it's still i don't know where it is now but um yeah i thought it was very i thought it was um very cute yeah and endearing which i mean you were you were very different yeah person like you were yeah you weren't the uh typical american male yeah you know you were i could tell you'd been raised by different types of people um yeah, I mean, we can talk about that in another podcast. Right, but right. Are you saying a typical American male wouldn't have got down and played with the Fisher Price garage? Maybe not. No, no. Which is good. It's yeah. a good thing. That yeah, this is a good thing. I do, and I want to keep that. Like that. when I'm eighty years old, I want to do that. I want to go into a party and, and get down and play with yeah. the, with well, the toys. Well, because Brian be is very nostalgic. Yes. Because he has a lot to be nostalgic about. I, on the other hand, am very rarely nostalgic because I have very little to be nostalgic about. Um, Anyway, nostalgia is a good thing. It is. Uh, Keep going. Okay, sorry. If this is a long... Well, this might be multi-part episodes as we get to get us through December. Yes. Or not. Because we got good stuff coming in January, I think. We do? I think so. Anyway. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't? Okay. It'll be... Okay, so anyway... um, I was, um, uh, let's see, we're, so Christmas Day presents. Now, when I got older, though, we'd got a, we might have done it when I was young. I do have memories when I was a young teenager. We'd always start, we'd, we'd go to Mass in the morning at 7. Mm-hmm. Uh, before any Christmas gifts were open. So yeah. Mass first, and I'd be sitting there, it's like, hurry up, come on. And then, um, but it was a great memory, though. You know, yeah. you walk into Mass, it's, it's uh, still dark. 
And then on the way home, we'd swing by Aunt Claire's, who lived at the end of my street. And we'd visit her, and then we'd go home and open the gifts. Wow, that's a long wait. It is a long wait. And then we... But, you know, it was good, though. I think, looking back, it was a good... It was good, because I felt like we started off on the right foot. Like, what is Christmas yeah. about? Let's start with Mass. And then um, we'd go back to the house and then open gifts, and then we'd have Christmas dinner, and I think it was turkey. What was dinner? Turkey? Turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes. Okay, so I have a I question. I suppose. Question? I have a question. Yeah. So, was this an imported American meal, or was this an Irish... Would do the, Did the Irish eat a different type of Christmas meal, or uh, it's, it's similar hard, to Americans? It's hard for me to tell, because okay. mom's American. Okay. I said, that, I said that in the present tense. That's funny. Yes. Mom is American, even mm-hmm. though she's passed on. But she, mm-hmm. um, I think she's still waving her American flag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was definitely a patriot, you know. Uh, so I don't know. So it was hard for me to tell. So it probably was. I don't remember what the other... No, yes, it would have been. Because other families were making Christmas puddings, like in Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Like we had a... Mer- Which we've never done. We've never done. Like they they do the whole pillow hanging in the hot water. Oh wow! So I think it wasn't. We would have had an American Christmas, I believe, because I, because, but I don't know, like what, what the others across, like I don't know what Rory was doing across the street. I don't mm-hmm. think they were doing a goose or anything. Maybe they were. It's um, I. I should ask him. Yeah. What he had. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, that's it. Watch TV. T- the stuff on TV was. F- I love that part of Christmas. There was great stuff on television. Oh my gosh. My dad. Now, we didn't always have a TV because my dad thought we were raised in a church that taught that television was a sin. Yeah. But sometimes my dad, when he was backslidden, we would have a TV. Backslidden means you've you fall off the wagon, you start yeah, drinking again or falling something. Falling off the wagons, not right. going to church. And uh, so if we had a television during the Christmas season, this was pure torture for me. Because, you know, I would know that things were going on like... Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman. These movies would be on on television, Wizard of Oz, perhaps. And was I allowed to watch them? No, I wasn't. What, what, and what, that really sucked. Because he was watching the stuff? Yes. What was he watching? Whatever the heck he wanted to watch. But it wasn't like, oh, come on in here and let's watch these fun Christmas movies. So yeah. I was robbed of my whole childhood. Frosty. So, well, you knew about Frosty the Snowman and Ray Rudolph. Well, yeah. I mean, at school, kids are talking about all this stuff. Oh, man. You know? And then you see stuff in stores. Yeah. And um, all that. But, yeah, I never... He never let us watch those things. Can I finish one more so best? So, you go back to yours. Well, I no, no. I do want to hear more of yours, but I feel like I've been going a while. But so, so I, but I, I can't stop there, because then I'd be like, well, oh, so you never had any best Christmases here. So, I did have... So back to that bittersweet Christmas of 96, that was yeah. also beautiful. Like I was driving around, even though I felt lonely, I was driving around listening to uh, Christmas carols and, and getting the lyrics for the first time yeah. I felt. And it was really beautiful. Um, so it was just me and Jesus Christmas, I call that. Mm-hmm. So that was very nice. But otherwise, other the next good one would have been, um, I think... Oh, wait, uh, I had a question. Yeah. Did you have stockings? N- yes. And what was in your stocking? Uh, sweets, mm-hmm. I think. Okay. I think we had stocking. That might have been an American thing too. Yeah. I should. We. I need to talk to somebody like uh, from back there who. Yeah. So I guess it's funny you asked that because ours would have been more of an American Christmas than I realize. Right. Um, 
Even those Christmas lights, I don't know if they had those in Ireland. Those yeah. big ones from the 60s here. Yeah. You should ask your dad what his Christmases were like. Because he probably had a very a very Irish Christmas. I should ask him. I should give him a shout. We should have him on the podcast. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be fun. You just call him and ask yeah. him. Yeah. I wonder if he, he'd be up for that. Well, we got to figure out this, the yeah, yeah. way to do that. Uh, okay. Uh, I think the next best one was when our firstborn was born on December 22nd. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. And, uh, you know... You know, of course, you're coming home with a kid, and then and then a lot of family had come to see him, and mm-hmm. on both our sides, we had family in town. We lived below Jackie and Mike, who were upstairs, yeah. and Jackie and no, oh, hang on, was Jackie single then? I don't even know if Mike was around then. I don't think he was. Yeah, 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 he was in 2002. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, they were married, right? I've lost track of time here. Well, I think I have memories of. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, she had dinner upstairs waiting for us. And you know, yeah. she would put the table together. Beautiful. I mean, I have video of it where she would put yeah, it together with it great gorgeous. detail. And I mean, uh, I got to find that video. So we were downstairs and then we went upstairs. Mm-hmm. And that was lovely. I mean, it was just having, I mean, what a great Christmas gift to have Liam there. and mm-hmm. Your first born. Not to say that we weren't excited about the other two. They just weren't, they were just born after Christmas. On, right. You know, minus six million degrees winters. Okay, so that was my that was a really nice memorable Christmas. Yeah, that was very memorable too because like I had had Liam and Jackie made us this <clears throat> lovely meal that we were having at her house and it was during that meal that I went to the restroom and there was something very suspicious hanging out. Oh jeez. You're going to tell my, a story? Yes, I am. The hell? Well, cuz this is Christmas. Yeah, not really. <laughs> my midwife yeah. Had left. Can you a... can you give a warning about if people are about to eat? They should. Okay. Hold yeah. Off. Trigger warning. If you're eating, you may yeah. want to pause this, finish eating, and then come back. Okay, it's quite the tangent, but I think it. Go ahead. Well, it is a Christmas memory. It is a Christmas though. memory. It happened. It happened Christmas Eve. Yeah. So, anyway, something was not right, and uh, so I had to go back to the hospital, to the emergency room. Because my midwife had left a lobe of placenta inside of me, which, from what I've been told, could have been problematic. It's yeah. very important that you remove all of it. And um, she said that she she was kind of shocked because she had she was at the hospital. She they called her in, and she's like, "Wow!" She goes, "I thought I had gotten all of it, but anyway, they yeah. had to go in and and remove it." Well, they had they took it out and then you know i've just had a baby i have like three stitches down there yeah and which isn't that bad and they had to put their entire hand back inside of me to check yeah for more placenta which thankfully that was it they had uh, they got it it was just that one piece but that was a bit uncomfortable you know an odd memory. Are you finished with that? Because um, I have something that now that you brought it up, I have something that's the whole memory. Go ahead. What's funny is I was going to accuse you being gross. See, this I'm is about why to, it's I'm called about, See Where It Goes. I'm about it's... to make the story worse, even though I complain. Yes, go ahead. Well, they called the midwife in. Called the midwife? Yeah, called the midwife. I think they called her in after. Okay. Which I'm not sure why they did, because they, when they found it, they look at you and they say, who delivered this baby? Oh, yeah. They were upset. And then they call her, and I don't know if they call her to berate her or whatever, but she turns up and she's embarrassed, but she's upset. She's kind of defensive. Because she yeah. said, then she says, she goes, we got it all. 
I, 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 sh- I showed it and she looks to me and goes, didn't I, didn't I get it all? And I'm like, what are you asking me for? Well, how in the world did you get it all if part but, of it is still inside of no, me? No, but how was I supposed to know what a placenta? Right. Like, I, I just saw it look like a big steak with a bag over it. Not to be gross. Well, I had, here's the other thing. I didn't even know that you had to deliver a placenta after you have a baby. No one told me that. But, like, she's looking at me like, hey, here's a map of the U.S. And Florida's missing. Can you tell what's missing? Yeah, Florida's missing. It's obvious. And, but she's looking at me like, didn't I get it all? I looked, and she's saying, Brian, didn't we right. get it all? It's like, I don't right. know. I don't, I remember I don't know her, what the planet's yeah. sentence was to look like, so I'm not supposed to know if the piece is missing. Right. Well, because, you know, for her, I could have... I could have... Died. I don't know, died. I could have gotten an infection. Yeah. It could have been ser- very serious. Wow. That was so, a... Sorry, folks, for my... If but yeah, and I think she retired be. shortly after that. Oh, did she? But I mean, she was good in the she was good in the delivery room. She had delivered my friend's babies. She was no, yeah, and, and then they, we had two more midwives. I was anxious about the midwife idea at first. Remember? Well, I think she. I think everyone makes mistakes, and she the, wasn't yeah, a bad yeah, midwife. Yeah. She wasn't. I just don't know how why she made that mistake, but right, she did. Yeah. Because my other midwives were great. Yeah. Great experience, because I yeah. get to, I got to take the kids out with the midwives. That's right. Except for Finny, because she was there was some That's the other episode we could do. We could talk about the call birth the of our children. Yeah, and call good. the midwife. You've never seen it. Did you ever watch Call the Midwife? No. I love that show. I didn't. Great show. I like Jenny Agutter. That's if that's her name. I love that show. Uh, did did we get to your best Christmas? My best childhood Christmas? No. Are you finished with yours? Oh yeah, yeah. It was over to you now. Okay, so my best childhood Christmas was when I was I was either four or five years old. Yeah. Because we had moved from, we lived in a town called Angleton, Texas, where we owned a drive-in called the Purple Pride, and my mom made hamburgers. We had a jukebox. Anyway, it was really cool. So we moved from there to Silsby, Texas, where my dad had grown up. Um, he had 30, there were 30 acres of land there. He didn't own the land at the time, his dad his mom and dad owned it. I didn't, yeah. Anyway, so we moved there. We move into the house that he grew up in, partially. Was We called it the old house because it was old. Yeah. It was a white wood frame house. And um, so my first Christmas there, I remember my mother got me a Rub-A-Dub dolly. And so... This was the only Christmas I remember where I had no idea what was under the Christmas tree. And I don't remember my dad being around, but I just remember opening this doll. And this was a doll that you took a bath with. It was called Rub-A-Dub Dolly, something, something, something. And they had like the, the song and, and everything. But um, I would take a bath with this doll and you'd get it all soaked up and wash your hair. Did you say what age you were? I was five. Five. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I think I was four or five. So I loved Rub-A-Dub Dolly. And then I also got a kitchen set. Yeah. It was a little Bo Peep kitchen set. And basically what it was, it was just metal, like like a rectangular prism and a cube. The rectangular prism was painted to look like a refrigerator, and then the cube was painted to look like a stove. So it was really simple. I think it was two or three pieces. But I loved it because I was a very imaginative child. And um, so, yeah, those those were my gifts. And 
that was the best. And my dad was really mad, I think. He was mad that my mother had spent the money on those gifts. Now, do you know that in us. retrospect or did were you aware of that at the age of 5, do you think? I was aware of it at that age cuz I remember them having an argument about it. Oh my gosh. Him being upset that she had splurged like that. Yeah. But um they were very That was the only Christmas that it was like that. Yeah. And then he just decided to ruin the rest of them. After that. After that. So you, so it went downhill from the age of five? Yeah. Wow. Did you... Is that your best That's childhood best. memory? At five? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So how far ahead do we have to get to get another another good one? Oh, I have one question for you. You were dating that guy, Chris. And yes. Didn't you... Can you tell that story about... Yeah, actually, I had that written down. Okay, okay so I was dating this guy named Chris... And he had invited me over to, yeah. to decorate. His family was going to decorate their Christmas tree. And you're tree. 19, 20 at this point. Yes. And so I just remember crying, like watching his family decorate the Christmas tree. Because yeah. I had nothing like that in my memory bank that never experienced anything like that ever. Yeah. To see a family doing something together. So it was very powerful. And you were, they, so you're crying. Are they asking you why? Yeah. Well, the parents, they didn't know. I don't think the parents knew I was crying, but Chris yeah. knew why I told him what was wow. up. But yeah, it was just very, yeah, it was very sad, you know, that you don't, that you don't have that or that you didn't have it and you realize like, this is what it's supposed to be like. You know, you I, know? this is a slight tangent, but I don't. I'll go there because I don't. It's a good. It's an interesting story, and unless we talk about dentistry, we won't hit this. But when I first met you, um, you talked about uh, going to the dentist for the first time in Chicago, mm-hmm. and after she looked at your teeth, you left and cried because you thought you were white trash. Yes, that was a funny story because I remember looking at you thinking, "Man, she's a hottie." Yeah, that's a strange story to have when she looks so good. You know what I mean? Right. But, of course, I'd never looked inside your teeth. Well, my teeth weren't that bad. It's just that... <laughs> but I thought that was interesting. Like, I, I, to hear right. that, that you felt that way about yourself. I still feel that way. You do? Yes. That, I what? still feel like white trash when it comes to the dentist. Oh, okay. Like, actually, this is a complete tangent. But, like, we just switched dentists. Like, for me, going to the dentist is a major thing. Yeah. Like, it's one of the most embarrassing things that I can do. Because... Like, growing up, we never went to the dentist. I only went to the dentist when I had a cavity. Yeah. And that's because it had gotten so painful, it had to be dealt with. Yeah. Because my mom and dad, they never taught us. Like, I knew to brush my teeth, but we didn't floss. We didn't even buy floss. And we didn't buy mouthwash, and we didn't get our teeth cleaned every year. So, basically, I would brush my teeth in the morning. I think that's the only time I ever brushed my teeth. And then developing that habit as an adult, it took me a really long time to develop the habit of brushing my teeth at night and flossing too. It took me years to develop the habit of flossing, even though I knew I was supposed to floss. Yeah. But going to the dentist as an adult and realizing that my teeth had to be fixed was so embarrassing and so crushing. Like I just felt like the biggest loser on the planet and I just felt like a hillbilly. Wow. 
white trash, worthless human being. Really? Yes. Because I had a similar experience where I, I had, and my siblings had the same problem. We got to the States and I had like 12 fillings she needed to fix. Mm-hmm. And my first thought was to blame everyone else. First of all, Dr. Curtin, our dentist, he was the only dentist in our village. It was his fault because he screwed yeah. up. And then the gem, May Potters, and Mrs. Roddy's were selling me all those sweets. Like, I never took personal blame. Yeah. It was everyone else's. That's actually a healthier way to go because then you don't beat up yourself so much. Right. I mean, I didn't brush my teeth, but I'm trying to be silly. Well, I mean, did your mom and dad teach you about brushing your teeth and flossing? Not flossing. Um, did you brush morning and night? No, no, no. <clears throat> yeah. I think, I don't I don't have a memory of them teaching us that, but we had toothpaste and toothbrushes. Um and you'd see ads on TV. They had false teeth. Well, there you go. My dad had false teeth, too. So. He lost all his teeth, I think, as a teenager. I just wonder if, like, brushing your teeth, if it was just, is it a, more of a modern thing in the last 60 years that we've been pushing? Because men of people well, I mean, had false teeth back in the day. Well, I think it is more, I think it's being educated. Yeah. But, you know. I, I do think now. parents, I think, you know, my parents just didn't realize the value of teaching your child something like it's important that you teach them everything yeah like, yeah brush your teeth you know and maybe my mom and dad like obviously my dad had false teeth so he he wasn't thinking about it and then my mother had great teeth yeah she has false teeth now but you know growing up she had great teeth but maybe she didn't floss i bet she didn't floss either you know but yeah I don't know. I mean, and she grew up really poor. Yeah. Too. So she probably wasn't taught. Well, like, we know so much like that it's connected to our heart health too. We right, know that. We right. didn't know. I didn't know that in the eighties. Um, let me. I put us on that tangent. I'll take us back. So we did a dentistry tangent, and uh, let's see. Let's come back to. Uh, well, can I say your... one more thing about the dentist? Sure. Okay, so we moved to San Antonio. Like. If I find a dentist that I get really comfortable with, like I never want to switch my dentist. Yeah. Because it's almost like getting naked in front of someone for the first time. When they see your x-rays and everything, it's like being completely exposed. Yeah. And so we had a dentist here for four years that I really liked, but they're so far away that I decided to switch dentists. And now I have to go to a new dentist and I am like already in my mind, I'm dreading the fact of this dentist seeing my x-rays, which, you know, and I don't need any dental work. It's just seeing the dental work of the past Yeah, yeah. that I feel like she's going to judge me. And I almost now want to go back to the old dentist because they already know my history. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm so embarrassed to have someone else. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm going to be judged like I'm a lesser person. I wonder if I get to play the European card. Because we're known, I think, for not having the greatest dentistry. I don't know. And I'm just like, well, hey, it's Europe. What are you going to do? I guess I just don't take it that personally. It's like, your job is to fix my teeth, so. Right. Well, for me. I am I not my teeth. I don't know. I guess I tied it in so closely to who I am. Yeah. There's like a reflection of me, even though. You know, I didn't know my teeth were going to, like, decay like that. Yeah. But, anyway, let's go back to All Christmas. Right. <clears throat> Your favorite Christmas. Okay, I did that. Well, that was my favorite Christmas as a child. Now my favorite Christmas as an adult. 
So I would say my favorite Christmas as an adult has been after having the kids too. Yeah. You know, and especially like building memories with them, like the first time that we took Liam and Finn and we would go and we would cut down a tree. We found a tree farm in Illinois. When you were pregnant with him, Mm -hmm. that's how far back it goes in McHenry. Yeah. So we started that tradition. Yeah. So that was very, very special. Yeah. And um, we'd go cut down the tree, and then we just happened to go by a Texas barbecue place on the way home. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, Texas barbecue. So we went in and... It was great, wasn't it? And had that. Yeah, it was really good. And so that became part of the tradition, too. So, like, going to cut down the tree, having the barbecue on the way home, and then once getting home... You would set up the tree, put the lights on, and then we'd do the ornaments. And as the kids got older, they were always they were an integral part of doing all of these things. So yeah, yeah. And then those began to be my favorite. Uh, that's great. Memories, seeing it relived, seeing how it should be, and then yeah. And then you're always there. You're a very active father. Yeah. Um, in your kids' lives, and yeah. which I greatly appreciate. You'll never oh. un- know the value. Oh, thanks. You too. Oh, thanks. Are you getting are you getting teary eyed? Yes. Oh, thanks, Rudy. Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, miss those. Um, uh, not miss them, but I do. I love that um, trip from McHenry down through. I don't know where it was. That Texas barbecue. We'd always find it somehow. You know. It was called Texas Barbecue too, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Did I switch subjects too fast? No, you're fine. Okay. Did you want to keep telling me how great I am as a dad? Because I don't want to stop no. you. <laughs> um, but I love that we play Celtic Christmas and it would be winter time. Uh, it was the Friday after Thanksgiving. And then, um, you know, we'd come, um, come home and do that. And uh, do you want me to pause for a sec? No? Okay. Should I keep talking? All right. Um, yeah, so that was that was good. And then when we went to Denver, we 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 did it. We would. It was never the same barbecue though. We did, couldn't find a good barbecue. And, and then, we never could find a Christmas tree farm as good. Right. And now here at the challenge is. Texas has crappy trees. Well, you can't get an indigenous one. So they so they they fly them in from Oregon. You got to hope they cut them somewhat recently, and then. I just don't like the evergreens here. I mean, I like them in the wild, but I don't like them as a Christmas tree. I like firs. And this year we have a noble fir. Her name is Bernadette, and she's very sassy. So we did a bar- Texas barbecue. Of course, we're in Texas, down the street there. And it, the weather was nice. We had our T-shirts on. Which reminds me of another thing we'll talk about, which how does how does weather play into Christmas? Oh, yeah, weather is yeah. important. So our neighbor mentioned, though, now that we're actually in Texas, we should switch it to Chicago pizza because we have Texas barbecue in Chicago. No, I mentioned that. Oh, you mentioned that. I'm sorry. I'm, I did. I but there's only one Chicago pizza place here. Yeah. But I don't know if it would be any good. Yeah. But I think yeah. we found our barbecue place, didn't we? Just now? Just this yeah, time? Yeah, Alamo barbecue. It's good. It wasn't bad. It's pretty good. I mean, maybe we could... Should we still be on the hunt for a better barbecue? 
Uh, yeah, but we should do it through the year to, to, and then vote on what's the best one for Christmas. Right, we need to try different barbecue places. Moe's is very good, but it's too far away. Now, do you have any more um, memories of positive best Christmases you want to talk about? I don't. Do you want to talk? What do you want to talk about next? We can well, talk about the belief in Santa. Well, we, we actually have quite a long list here of, of ways to go. So what I'm okay. thinking is uh, we could wrap it up now <clears throat> and then continue what Are time? we already at an hour? We're closed. What time is what time are you supposed to be over at yonder? Uh, ten fifteen. Supposed to be there at ten fifteen. My class is at ten oh. fifteen. Well, so I think we could do one more thing and then wrap it up. Let's do one more thing. Well, we've got a lot of options here. We have Santa being single, how the weather affects Christmas, the history of Christmas, saying Merry Christmas, tradi- traditions, pick, Brian. tree, Just pick. movies. You can pick. Um, I'll just go with a single Christmas. I've talked a bit about it before. Okay. Being single at Christmas. So, like completely single where you're not even dating someone? So what it was? What was it like to have a Christmas as a single person? Like, so you're not with your family. You're not right. a part of your family of birth. Family. Yeah. And no, then, you're not a part of the new family. And then you're not, you don't have that. So what was, what were your Christmases like during that time? I mean, your first, your yeah. worst Christmas you shared, that was when you were single. I was single. That was the year before I met you. No, no, I, I that's not true. Two years before we we gone out. Yeah. Cover that. I also covered the first Christmas when I was here as a, in 1990. Other than that, I would have just decorated my bedroom. And what would you do? What was that like? I'd hang the garland. All. I did that for years. You had a lot of garland when we got married. Yeah, with lights in it. Yeah. I always liked doing that. Remember that. I'd string it around my room and light up the room. So my room looked really good. I thought mm-hmm. of putting a Christmas tree in here. We should we should make this nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you get up to the ceiling. But... I love you, Brian. Why? You're great. Why? I like how you like to decorate and stuff like that. I do feel like we could up the game a bit on decorations. We could. I I'm think such that... a minimalist. Yeah, I, I like to. And I think we should... We definitely should up our game. I think the kids would appreciate it. They I love think, it, like, yeah, between here and the White House, I hear is extreme this year. I haven't looked at the pictures. Either of I just heard, but somewhere between those we could get. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. We should do that today. So or not? Okay, so Next here Saturday. was I remember being single at Christmas, and I think some of my Christmases I spent with Jackie, or like you know she would. We would, I can't remember what we did. But anyway, I remember I would always be disappointed with my Christmas trees because I would always want them to be spectacular, like, you know, from a TV show or something. And I never could figure out how to do my lights the right way. Like, I would always be disappointed that I didn't have enough lights on my tree. Um, And it took me several years to realize that, you know, putting lights on a tree, like, you need a lot of lights, you know. Yeah. And I would just have like a couple of strands and well, cause I never, I'd never put lights on a tree and then I wouldn't have enough ornaments cause you know, I was single and I was, I didn't have that much money. So I didn't have like tons of money to go out and buy a lot of Christmas stuff. But I just remember like, I would love my tree, but I always wanted it to be elevated. Yeah. You know? Uh, and I think finally Jackie taught me how to do the lights the right way. Yeah. To where you really lit up, you know, but I didn't know that in the beginning. Um, I don't remember what I did. I have such a bad memory. Sometimes I would go home to Silsby for Christmas. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, it wasn't, they weren't terrible Christmases. But where are you going? Yeah, are you going to let Maggie out? Maggie, do you have to go somewhere? Okay, I'll leave the door open. She's tired. She's just whining. Yeah, she probably has to go potty. There's an open door right there if you need to go. But anyway, I don't, I'm trying to remember. Oh, and then Jackie and I went, we would go to this thrift store called Village Discount. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I love this place. In fact, to this day, I wish I had one here, but I don't. Uh, but we would go, and they always had lots of Christmas decorations. And I would buy just all kinds of Christmas tchotchkes to put out everywhere. And uh, in Chicago, in the two-flat, I had a lot more Christmas decorations that I put out all the time. Did you? Yeah. I had a bunch. And remember we used to hang the garland when we had the two-flat? We had You still had all your garland that we would hang up. Do you remember? No. You don't remember? Did we throw it out? We must have. Can you buy lit garland? Point, can you just buy that? Point, you can buy lit yeah, garland. Yeah, you can buy lit garland. We should do that and just run it down the hallways. So, yeah. But yeah, anyway, my single that. Christmases seem kind of boring. I don't, yeah, I don't. I mean, I, don't, I would go to Christmas service. But we went to Park, I went to Park Community Church. That's where we met. Right. <clears throat> so we would always have some kind of Christmas service. Right. And that was usually a part of the music for that. Oh, yeah. And I would do that, go to Christmas parties. We actually met at a Christmas party. No, Halloween party. Oh, it was Halloween. That's right, Halloween. Yeah. Hi, Finn. Hey, good morning, Finn. Our daughter just came in the room. Finn, do you want to say hi to the podcast listeners? Hello, everyone. <laughs> I just want donuts this morning. You want donuts? Yeah. Aren't you work? You guys working out of 10? Yeah, we're working out soon. I'm not working out. You're not working out? I'll go with you. Seven days this week, I want to break, Dad. Yeah. If Finn's going to be lame. <gasps> and, I have, and I have a cough and I'll feel good. So <clears> you have a what? I have a cough and I just like, I'm really tired. Yeah. So. It's your favorite. Look at the weather outside. It's your favorite type of, uh, well, type of weather. Well, I guess we should lock yeah. it down for the day. And we do have, looks like we're going to have, this might be, it's at least a two part episode, maybe a three. So. Yeah. Okay. So, guys, like our podcast, share our podcast with people. Yeah. You can email us and let us know if there's something you want to share <clears throat> your favorite Christmas with us, and we'll read it. We'll read the letters. Um, yeah, what would you, where, how would they email us? Well, my email address is BridgetRalph at sbcglobal.net. Actually, you can put it in the, in the notes. I'll do that. B-R-I-D. I'll do Okay. Yeah. You can email either one of us, and... With your favorite Christmas memory, your worst Christmas memory, yeah, um, and we, would Christmas we, tradition, and we'll read those. We'll read those, yeah. That'd be nice. We'll read them. So, listeners, you know who you are. Yeah. The, the true listeners will do that because they made it this far into the podcast. That's right. So, email us and let us know, and we will share those next week. Yes. That's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you guys have a lovely week. And, and if you have any questions for me or Brian, email us your questions. What do you want to know about us? And we will answer those questions. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.